0: the host of Out There, here on Valley Free Radio. Tune in for stories from the streets and paths of Northampton and beyond. Fridays from 4 to 5 p.m. Get out if you can, but if you can't get out, tune in. And yes, it is Friday, August 25th, 2023. Thanks for tuning in to Out There today for Oh, I'm Ruthie Woodring. As for today's show, I it was a hard day today in my mind. I had a lot on my mind. I spent a lot of today angry, and I'll tell you a few reasons why. Um, just you know about the usual stuff like injustice. I also have a little clip from the Grow Food Northampton's food distribution at Hampshire Heights. From was that yesterday? From Wednesday with Michael Skillcorn. Maybe some dance songs or jokes or something because I'm gonna have to decompress a little bit. So I guess I'll start in on the last, the most recent round of things and maybe a little angry. I'll just talk about my day yesterday. Okay, so yesterday was Thursday, August 24th. Oh, August 23rd, that was my dad's 88th birthday. But anyway, we're talking about yesterday, August 24th, Thursday. So I was doing my pedal people route, that route of mine that I usually do on Thursdays is a North Florence route uh, off of Bridge Road, like between JFK and the Fitzgerald family subdivision, subdivisions. Anyway, so I had a fully loaded trailer, I was headed to the transfer center on Locust Street, and I'm going up Bridge Road, taking a right on North Elm by the cemetery there, and as I turn right off of Bridge Road onto North Elm, there's a Northampton police car, number 50, stopped there at Bridge Road, the coming out of North Elm. And uh, I didn't think much about it, though I did read the car number. And then as I was going down North Elm towards the four-way stop with Hatfield, the police car passed me. And came up to the four-way stop ahead of me and stopped and then just sat there. And then as I came up behind it, I guess they realized I was there. And the driver pulled, turned right, and then pulled into the cement plant parking lot and, and pulled over. And I thought, oh, they're looking for somebody. And so I kept going with my load across the rail trail and started up the incline on Hatfield Street, which you probably don't really know how much of a hill it is unless you're lugging 300 pounds of trash. And as I started up the incline, there was a young man on the sidewalk on my right that was walking the same direction I was going, like out towards Locust Street. And he, I guess, was probably maybe in his 20s, Um Early 20s, maybe, dark black hair. Um, and he was tall and stout and his clothes were dirty and he, he was walking with a big, with a stagger, a sort of a stumble, like he was trying to not stumble. And so, I yeah, he looked a little wet from sweat or what, I wasn't sure. So as I caught up to him, Um, which at this point I was going uphill with a fully loaded trailer so I wasn't going much faster than walking speed myself and as I caught up to him I said hey are you okay and he said oh I'm just really tired and I'm just tired of this bull and blah 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 and I said are the cops looking for you and he said yeah they somebody called the called them on me and they won't leave me alone and if you're not white in this town, you don't even know, and he was going, he was saying a bunch more stuff like that, and, and, uh, and he he said something to me, like, sorry, you're white, and I was like, that's, that, that's fine, and you're saying stuff that I've heard before, and I believe, um, so we kept on walking and talking, and I didn't bother looking behind me, because I didn't want to know if the police car was behind me, if they were trying to approach this guy or not, but I was just trying to keep me in my trailer of trash next to this guy. And so we walked and talked our way to Locust Street. And then I had to turn into the transfer center. He said he was going to go to Cumberland Farms. He said he just, I was like, you just need some place to to chill, to rest. Is that what you're saying? He was like, Yeah. I mean, I know there's that place on the bike path. He was talking about my, the bench behind my house. <laughs> um, he said, but uh, anyway, so oh, then he was saying this other stuff about how, how like, <laughs> what did he say? He said, when they saw me, they were like, you know, we saved your life the other day when we narcan you. Like, we're the heroes. And he said, you know how many people's lives I've saved with, with Narcan? Anyway, he was, he was angry about that, too. When we when we pulled in at the transfer center, he was like, he he sort of walked into the into the turnoff with me, um, and I didn't I didn't see the police car at that point. I didn't even look, but I just stood there. You know, ignorance is bliss. So we just stood there talking for a little bit, and um, he said he was trying to go to Cumby Cumby's to get something to drink, and I gave him a few dollars, and I was like, Are you I hope you're okay walking up the road and he said yeah i'll be fine i'll be fine Uh, i said i wish i could accompany you but i gotta drop my load i can't i can't get my load up that hill on route (laughs) nine into florence he's like i'll be all right so then yeah so then i went on into the transfer center i didn't see the police around i i don't know what was going through the officer's mind, but then i went in and dumped my load and and then, okay, so then my next trip, so then my next trashy load trip to Locust Street, I have a fully loaded trailer going up Hatfield Street, and I see a woman and her young daughter walking on the street, on the sidewalk, and I'm like, oh, that's I need to talk to her. I need to talk to her because it's someone that I know. I think she and her kids, three or four kids, I think they... I think they've led the war in Syria and are living in Northampton. But I've talked to them about bike stuff and they fixed their bikes on the bike repair at the bike repair station on the path behind my house. But someone gave me a really nice bike and anyway, so I stopped, I said, Hey, hey I've been meaning to talk to you because someone gave me a really nice bike and I wondered if you wanted if you wanted it as an upgrade from the bike that you usually ride. So she didn't understand on my English so her daughter who was maybe I don't know nine eight or nine did the translation and the translation came back as no thank you we don't need a bike what we need is a house and they explained to me that they had been supposed to leave the house where they've been living for a while but they said we can't leave till we have somewhere to go i think it's a mom and four kids um yeah i was like maybe my house let's talk more if i think my house is too off grid not really off grid it's not your conventional uh my house takes some maintenance like a wood stove and some alternative environmentally efficient systems Yes, listeners, you're listening to Out There. (laughs) Um, I actually pre-recorded that like five minutes, ten minutes ago. You're listening to Out There on Valley Free Radio. I'm your host, Ruthie Woodring. The next part of the adventures, my adventures of yesterday is about to come up. But one thing I wanted to add when I was telling the story about coming across the young man walking up the sidewalk on Hatfield Street, the first thing I asked him, after I asked him, are the police looking for you? And he, and he was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, Do you want to witness? And he said, Yes. So that was why I accompanied him. All right, now here's wherever I was, wherever I just left off. Okay, anyway, so then I get to Locust Street. And the previous trip with the, the guy and the police, I was still needed needing to debrief about that a little bit to one of my coworkers so I was talking with him at the transfer center and we got in a really heated discussion where my coworker said something along the lines of you know, all cops are on power trips that's just in their training and they're part of a system and that's how the system works and i said something along the lines of all is a dangerous word and just because people are in a system like there's still people and everyone's different and um, everyone operates differently within the you know the system that they're in and then he started talking about how corrupt the system is and not meeting human needs all that Basically, what he was saying, you know, only corrupt people would get involved with the system or would do that kind of thing. And I said, well, when I was in prison, one of the guards there, I remember one, one day, one of the other women who were locked up asking her, saying, Mrs. Grant, like, you're a really nice person. Like, why did you decide to become a prison guard? And Mrs. Grant said, well, I figured as long as there were prisons, there should be nice people in them. And those of us women locked up. We were very glad she was there. My coworker said something like, yeah, but they're just like, you know, nice people in the systems are just prolonging the fall of the system. Something along those things. And I was just like, well, I don't think, I, I thought, I didn't say this, but I thought, well, you know, if we fill the system with like, torturers like that's not gonna hasten the fall of it either i don't think and you know one system's going to be replaced with another i you know i mean everyone everyone within a system is a person every person within a system is their own person and to demonize every body that's part of a system well we're all part of oppressive systems the capitalist system the consumerist system you know you name it we're all somewhere between the oppressed and the oppressors you know, in different in different arenas you know and when if and when the you know, systems fall or systems collapse like the people that are part of those systems then become part of new systems and unless we show some love and compassion towards everybody in every system. Like, I don't think the future is really going to get any better. And I do wish that some people in power were better able to take criticism without getting defensive and striking back. I wish everybody, myself included, could take criticism a little bit better without feeling... Crushed, or I don't know, our ego is being threatened. Okay, so that rant leads to something else. Well, at some point, I'm going to read uh, this, like six principles of nonviolence, like uh, like the Martin Luther King, Gandhi six principles of nonviolence. But before I get to that, the next thing I'm thinking of that was uh, challenging for me emotionally yesterday. So yesterday evening. My housemate was on the planning board's regular meeting and one of the items on the agenda had to do with a site plan at the end of Turkey Hill Road for the building of a 14,000 square foot house. House? Do you even call that a house? I don't know what to call that. Complex a 14,000 square foot complex building for I don't living in I guess and okay so 14,000 square feet the house where I live in Florence I consider it a pretty big house it's a two family house with six bedrooms and I think all in all it's like 2400 square feet 2500 square feet something like that so we're talking about something 6 times as big as our big house, in a time of climate crisis and housing, a housing crisis. And anyway, I don't know what people's values are when they build something like that, but I just wish that all of us could live out our values a little bit more. Yeah, when I see something like that being built, I take it very personally. The like urban forests being bulldozed. I, I take it personally as like an attack on my survival. All the other things trying to, and all the other things trying to survive that need fresh air and clean water. You're listening to Out There on Valley Free Radio. I'm your host Ruthie Woodring. I mentioned I was going to read something about the Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s Six Principles of Nonviolence. And let's see. Yeah, uh, number one, nonviolence requires courage. Um, It's a way of life for courageous people. Uh, Number two, nonviolence seeks reconciliation, not the defeat of an adversary. Uh, It seeks to win friendship and understanding. And number two, three, nonviolence seeks to defeat injustice, not people. Nonviolence holds that suffering can educate and transform. Nonviolence chooses love instead of hate. And nonviolence believes that the universe is on the side of justice. You're listening to Out There. Here's the Dixie Cups.
1: Gonna set your flag on fire talking about hey now, hey now, hey now, hey now Aiko, aiko, I go oh, 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 oh Chagaboo, fino, ande Chagaboo, finare hey, Look at my king all dressed in red Aiko, aiko, day I bet you $5 to kill you then Chagaboo, finare Talking about hey now, hey now, hey now Go and 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 you're doing what? I'm moving my motor to the beat of the music. Well, move on.
2: Come on
1: she is trying, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See that guy all dressed in green, aiko, aiko, ande. He's not a man, he's a loving machine. Jagabo Finale, don't give a hey now, hey now, hey now, aiko, aiko, ande. Your play, but I'm gonna set your flag on fire. Talking 'bout hey now, hey now, hey now, hey, hey now. I go, I go and they. me no and they. Jagamudmi na they. Talking 'bout hey now, hey now, hey now, hey now. I go, I go and they.
0: Reminds me of the Thursday night Florence Summer Concert Series. Last night's band, Ozzy's Basement, were playing rock and roll covers. And uh, it was a fun, I had a fun time dancing. It was some good dance music. Next week is the last Thursday night f- concert of the Florence Summer Series. That's uh, August 31st. And the Lonesome Brothers are closing the season out That's 6.30 to 8.00. And on the Civic Center lawn in Florence. Also, there's a Florence Farmer's Market, Wednesdays from 2 to 6. Northampton Farmer's Markets, Tuesday evenings and Saturday mornings. Oh, today is Friday? Oh, that means Ultimate Frisbee. In Haydenville, 6 o'clock. Off of Fairfield Ave. There's a sign on Route 9 if you're coming from Williamsburg into Haydenville that announces it it's a fun pickup game if you uh especially if you've played ultimate a time or two before Uh, but if you haven't and you're a good sport it can be fun too you're listening to out there on valley free radio next we have mostly michael Skillcorn from grow food it's wednesday august 23rd oh it's my dad's 88th birthday 2023 i'm here at hampshire heights the grow food folks are here with the food table free food they got michael
3: well we have some delicious eggs from cream of the crop we have corn from warner farm we've got kitchen garden peppers we've got these beautiful little eggplants i don't know what variety
0: they're like three inches long
3: yeah they're just beautiful <laughs> they're like uh, bite-sized uh, cook them first. We got red onions. We got lettuce. We got tomatoes What am I missing? We got carrots. carrots. We oh, had watermelon. watermelon. Yeah,
0: where'd the pop-tart come from?
3: <laughs> the, the pop-tart we discovered in the middle of the road, but it appears to be intact We're, we're waiting for a taker One has not emerged yet but
0: <laughs> oh, How often are you here?
3: Uh, Grow Food comes every week, every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. here at Hampshire Heights. And we're also, we go to a number of other, uh, communities every week. So we're at Meadowbrook simultaneously in Florence Heights. And on Thursdays we go to a bunch of other places too. Yeah.
0: Okay. So there's some other Grow Food people in Meadowbrook right now.
3: Right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. We've been coming here for five years, I think least
0: yeah pre-COVID
3: yeah yep so I started coming here in 2018 I think we used to go to Jackson Street school and we had a lot of families here picking up at Jackson Street when they went and got their kids and then we figured why not just go to where people live so then we started coming here
0: what do you like about coming here
3: well I love getting to know people and especially if you come year after year, you really get to know people and you show up every week and people respect that and and they show up every week and, <laughs> and you get to know each other. So it feels like I'm getting to know a community of folks that I wouldn't normally overlap with and it's a great way to do that and get to know my neighbors, so.
0: See some kids grow
1: up.
3: Yeah, no kidding, They're yeah.
1: Lots of fun. These are hot peppers, aren't they?
3: Yeah, yep. Yep. poblanos. And you got eggs? I do. Yep. Oh my
4: God.
1: Ah. I love taking this with um, like raviolis with four cheeses. Yeah. And I put sauce, and then I love the corn with it. Nice. But I like the corn with everything.
3: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. How many can I take?
3: As many as you want. Oh,
1: cool. As many as you want. I probably Now's take. My son and his girlfriend are coming this weekend. Nice. And my niece. So, uh, if I take eight, is that cool? That's great. Yep. Yeah. Cool. This is excellent.
0: So appreciate this. <laughs> And that's the Grow Food Northampton food distribution that was at Hampshire Heights. Thanks for listening to Out There today. How about, is it still raining? Hi,
1: hi. We're your weather girl. Hi, hi. We got no-
0: That song may sound very hetero, but the music video is pretty gay. You're listening to Out There on Valley Free Radio. I'm Ruthie Woodring. Next. So it's Friday night, August 11th, 2023. I'm here with Satish. Satish, you want to introduce yourself?
5: Hi, uh, my name is Satish Vangal, and I just uh, needed to get out of New York City, so I hopped on my folding bike and making my way to Boston. I grew up in India and uh, I've just always used bikes to get around mm. and uh, at least the folding bike, I can always put <laughs> it on a train if I decide I can't do anymore.
0: And so wait, you biked like straight out of the city or did you take the train to like to get a little bit further out?
5: I, I started uh, from the city, from, uh, you know, lower Manhattan and uh, is the bike trail that's now the Empire State Trail and I took that for about 30 miles and then I had to cut across to Connecticut, which was my first warm stay ever, which, uh, uh, as you know, your uh, listeners might know, warm showers, just people like yourselves that open up uh, uh, a place to stay for fellow cycle uh, travelers.
0: Wait, so that trail, the Empire Trail, goes for 30 miles out of Manhattan? You can just be on a trail, like, that far?
5: Oh, uh, you can go more. It goes, it goes all along the Hudson, almost to Albany, which uh, oh. my little, uh, and then from Albany, you can Go to Buffalo, and then it's kind of more on street. If you stay, if you keep heading north, huh. so it's it's the New Empire State Trail that they've actually just put together. Wow!
0: So seven hundred and
5: fifty miles, I think. You took of. that
0: part way, then you cut into Connecticut, then you took the Farmington River Trail, or
5: yes, yeah, so then uh, uh, to another day in Connecticut where I managed to get stuck in the rain. I was like, okay, good. I've, I haven't forgotten how to just keep cycling in the rain, <laughs> and then. <laughs> Uh, and then my host there told me, suggested that I come to Northampton because I was, you know, aiming for a friend in Northern Mass, but I hadn't really decided which way. And then this was, and then this was great because then I was on bike trails I think for half uh, half of today, starting at the Farmington in Connecticut, and then a couple more. I forget their names, and you know, the, right on the border in Massachusetts. And
0: yeah, up. all part yeah. of the whole Northampton to New Haven, Northampton New Haven Canal Trail.
5: Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so you were telling me about the city bike, about the bike share in New York City, about rebalancing the bikes. Can you talk a little bit about that?
5: Yeah. So the uh, so New York now has more city bikes than yellow cabs. So there's like, I don't know, 15,000 or something. And they've gotten very popular and they got taken over by Lyft. And one of the things Lyft did was to actually stop having dedicated people move the bikes around. Um, but instead, they've incentivized just members doing it.
0: Could you back up a little bit and just explain for people who aren't familiar how a bike share works? What, do, what does that mean? Like, move, why move the bikes around or balance them?
5: Yeah. So there's a few different models, but uh, uh, in the kind where you have fixed docks every few blocks, uh, then, you know, people might take a bike, uh, might take all the bikes from one, and then uh, you, you'll end up with docks where there's too many bikes and docks where there aren't any. So.
0: Especially if it's like, like in Washington, D.C., people will ride the bikes downhill and then take the metro back uphill. Up, <laughs>
5: okay, yeah. So luckily New York's fairly flat, so. And New York, I think, learned from the lessons of a bunch of other places, so there's literally every two or three blocks you'll find a dock uh, and, you know, very dense. So uh, so now you actually get points for moving bikes around and, you know, you'll either get one or two or three points depending on how empty or full it is, uh, both to remove and to, and to put it in an empty dock. And, uh, and basically lift is clever. So if you do it once, they'll say, do it three more times and we'll double the points. And <laughs> so you can, you know, you could get up to as much as 24 points in just one iteration. And that 24 points uh, is actually worth initially one week's extension of your membership up to a month. So if you do that four times, you've extended your membership by a month. So it's, it's $200 a year, but you can just keep extending it. And the 200 dollars gets you, you know, unlimited forty-five minute rides at a time. So, uh, so then uh, if you do that, and then once you cross, and then you get lift credit for about twenty-five dollars, and then once you cross two hundred points, you actually start earning a dollar seventy for every ten points. And, and you know, I just try to make my Netflix subscription. I got you know sixty dollars last month from, and I'll make it. Uh, I'll make it part of my workout. So you know, and so I figure out if I spend about 40, 40 minutes to an hour. You know, I can make about 5 $6 or so. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So,
0: wh- how does this work? Do you have like an app on your phone that you're looking, watching where the bikes are and which bikes need to go where? Do you just like walk up to a dock or what? Yeah,
5: it's, a, it's just as, you know, the, you'll have a map and it shows you where uh, bikes need to be removed from and which ones. And you try to optimize, you find the shortest distance where you can maximize your points. So,
0: you'll, you'll look on your phone? On our phone. It's the City Bike, bike then, app, which okay. shows you
5: the one you would normally use. Just to find a bike and okay. then it's just another layer on top of that
0: okay and so then you'll walk bike take the subway whatever get to a dock that's full and then yeah and, bike uh, to the dock that's, that's got space yeah and then walk or find your way to the next or dock jog to, to the next jog, one to make yeah. get a
5: workout yeah and uh, and because it's so dense yeah you know you'll find one pretty close to where you are so and then there's there's one guy actually who comes in there was an article about him he he comes in from here from jersey and he uh uh i think i forget his initials whether it was j i whatever you know it's like your name <laughs> and i was like who's this guy you know j i one two three four who's, who's always has like several thousand points and, <laughs> and he basically spends all day doing this and and has been you know i think earning a couple of thousand dollars a month doing this which you know it's not it's it's not high wages but you're being paid to ride a bike around and get a workout so (laughs) you know it's uh that's i think that's the the real bonus there
0: wow Mm. what about the food to go oh yes
5: so so now i like to combine this with too good to go which is an app that's uh basically it's an idea that came out of europe it's been there for a few years and it came to america i guess two three years ago and it's part of the dealing with end of the day food in restaurants uh ecosystem where you know obviously some of that ends up as just charity food banks things like that but here so it's restaurants where you pay five dollars for a mystery bag of food that's supposed to be worth you know uh up to basically 15 dollars so you get you're paying one third of the cost for whatever's left at the end of the day and you know and there's a lot of bakeries on it pizza places and also you know there's like uh Time falafel, which I really like. So mm. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of good stuff on it, and uh, and it's just a, a fun way. And, and to me, I also like the the surprise element. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, and it works well So what I find that is, uh, you know, I spend forty five minutes getting a workout, moving bikes around. You know, I know I have that five dollars credit coming, so mm-hmm. then I can notionally apply that to a too good to go meal. So I feel like I've you know cracked the system for <laughs> <laughs> how to eat in New York. <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you wait. Can you, if it's a mystery bag, can you choose vegetarian?
5: Mystery yeah. Bags? So it'll yeah. tell you if places that are vegetarian. So uh, which is a, definitely a smaller subset. But uh, uh, you know, but if you don't have that restriction, then you know, then there's really a whole lot of stuff. No,
0: yeah, that's yeah. cool. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. And that was Satish, a warm showers traveling cyclist that we hosted at our house a couple weeks ago. Thank you.
2: Squirrel Hunters. It's about um, a regiment down in the South during the Civil War that defected to the North. They were militia. I think it was in Kentucky.
0: And that was Skyler. You uh, You may hear or see Skyler if you're coming up the rail trail where the rail trail crosses Chestnut Street in Northampton. He's often sitting on the porch there. he lives on chestnut street or maybe inside but you can often hear that banjo music tinkling out the out the window or across the yard and onto the street or the path so it's wednesday may 31st 2023 i'm on my way to cans for cancer at valley recycling and as i was cutting down towards south street south street route 10 whatever it is by valley i ran into A woman with a dog who asked to take my picture. Exactly. (laughs) Um, uh, Jen, can you just introduce yourself briefly, and what you're doing out here this morning?
6: I am Jen Roberge, founding member of the Southampton Greenway, friends of the Southampton Greenway, and we are trying to build community and get the stretch between East Hampton, Coleman Road and all the way down to Westfield, um, made into a fabulous Greenway. So we are the last spot, last section, the last four miles that is not being developed between Northampton and New Haven, Connecticut. Wow. So, we have finally purchased the land, and now we're working on getting the construction of the Greenway done between East Hampton and Sheldon's Ice Cream in Southampton on Route 10. Uh-huh. How far of a stretch is that? Um, it's about uh, three, uh, over three miles, probably three and a half miles, I would say. Wow, so
0: you all have bought. The whole We've bought the whole missing link section.
6: Right. We've bought the whole missing link. We are not going to develop the Brickyard Road section because there's too many homes there right now. But um, but we will do the section from East Hampton to Route 10, Sheldon's Ice Cream, which is really exciting.
0: How long have you been working on this?
6: I have been working on this since I was pregnant with my daughter and she's going to be eighteen in August. So it's been a very long time. Craig Del I have to give huge shout out to Craig Della Penna who uh, has been instrumental in helping us get to this point. And he told me that I'd be lucky if my child would be Mm -hmm. able to ride on this trail before she graduated high school when I was pregnant with her. And I thought, what a
0: pessimist.
6: (laughs) But in reality, Craig was absolutely right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he's kind of an optimist to imagine it's going to happen at all. Right, exactly. (laughs) But so much much work. Like what are some of the, I mean, how does this, Happened? What are the different things? Some of the different things you've done along the way. Um, We we did. We used to have a series of
6: talks. that was at our library, and um, people from all over the region that were instrumental in doing their greenway had come down um, to teach us what to do. So that was very helpful. And we had a lot of community outreach. We did um, bike fairs and you know help kids learn the, the signals and you know learn how to put your helmet on properly. That sort of thing. Um, and we had some fundraisers. We had a fun fundraiser at Opa Opa years ago and raised quite a bit of money to help. Um, and I'm actually the treasurer, so I've got that little kitty of money still there to do extracurricular things for the Greenway once it's developed, like putting in benches and water signs, maybe bike pumps, you know, things like that. And, um, and then the, we formed a committee, a Southampton committee, an official committee, to purchase the property from the Pioneer. Valley um, Railroad, Uh, and that finally happened in December of 2022, so it's very exciting. So that whole three-and-a-half-mile stretch was still owned by the the railroad? Yeah, it's actually 4.2 miles, actually. was still owned by the railroad, and the original owner of the railroad, an older gentleman who was lovely and really wanted it to become a trail uh, in the midst of our negotiating with him, he passed, and then we ended up having to re-kind of do everything with his son and the rest of the committee who were not quite as enthusiastic about changing it so it took a little bit more and they wanted more money and that sort of thing so it definitely took a lot of it also took a lot of state representatives to help out too and cheer us on so yeah it's been a it's been a lot of people doing a lot of unseen work yeah you know that's the thing um and so we're super excited so we have a website coming up Friends of Southampton Greenway website, and I'm out here today just trying to take some photos of people enjoying the, the trail um, that's actually been here in Northampton for a long time Northampton, East Hampton. And unfortunately, us in Southampton, we have to put our bikes on the back of our cars and dr- drive up here to take our bikes off our car to start riding versus just getting on yeah. the trail in Southampton. So yeah. we're looking forward
0: to that day when we can do that. Oh, well, I'm probably uh, interrupting your photogra- photogra- photography opportunities during rush hour.
6: Oh, no, this is great. Well, can I ask you one here. more question? Though. Sure. So yeah.
0: the, like, where does the money come from? How much does this cost, and where does the money come from? Um, that's an excellent question. We've had
6: some money uh, come from our uh, community preservation funds. Like, we just passed a last month town meeting, $65,000, to continue the project, and that's, um, like, triple matched or something like that. I might have my numbers off a little bit but it's it's matched um, with money from the state and then apparently uh, the federal government will actually do like a a huge portion of the money if not all to actually build the greenway once it's um, once it's been figured out and we're going to have some meetings for community involvement of what people want to see on their trail how they want to have it done and those will be coming up in the fall fall of
0: 2023 can you say again how people can find out more information
6: best way to find out information right now is to contact myself, Jen Roberge, uh, and my email is jenandcarl99 at gmail.com. J-E-N-A-N-D-C-A-R-L 99 at gmail.com.
0: Thanks so much for your work, Jen. I'm sure you have um, another, you know, full life on top of what you're doing here.
6: Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I do. But it's it's exciting. I'm I'm really thrilled that the uh, Southampton Greenway Committee Put so much time and effort to get it to where we are now. And now the Friends Group is really just trying to do community outreach and get everyone, not only Southampton residents, but East Hampton, Northampton, all the residents around here to be
0: excited and, and to join the cause. Can't wait to ride from Northampton yeah. to New Haven and yeah, on That was Jen Roberge. You're listening to Out There on Valley Free Radio. Stay tuned for Democracy Now coming up at five o'clock. Also, uh, evidence-based later on tonight, and civil politics. Oh, before my show, you can hear a repeat of Occupy the Airwaves. But before that, Fridays from one to three, blame it on the blues with Ellen Miller Mack. Oh yeah, it, sorry. If you want to hear, um, if you want to hear archived editions of out there, you can hear them at. Weatherbeer dot com slash out there. And yeah, I think there's like two hundred and sixty video uh videos. 265 and 200, uh sixty-five episodes, something like that. I don't know.
4: <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> I'm having computer difficulties.
4: Drumming my pain with his fingers. Singing my life with his words. Killing me softly with his song. But he just kept right on.
0: Thanks for the call, Johanna, to let me know that Evidence-Based has actually ended. It's not going to be airing later on this evening. And if you want to call me live in the studio, you're welcome to at uh, 585-1033. But only do it when I'm playing like the beginning of a song or playing a recorded clip because I can't talk on the phone and talk on the air at the same time. And this Saturday... That's tomorrow. There will be Bike Lab. Hi, I'm Ruthie, host of Out There, here on Valley Free Radio. Wait a minute. Tune in for stories from the streets and paths of Northampton and beyond. Fridays from 4 to 5 p.m. Get out if you can. But if you can't get out, tune in. Wait, wait a minute. I wasn't trying for that one. This is the one. You want to learn to fix your bike? How to keep it tuned up so it's there for you when you need it? Or maybe you know already, but you just need to borrow a bike-specific tool that you don't have. Well, come to the Bike Lab
6: almost every Saturday since 2004.
0: From 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m.
6: Here in Northampton at 12 Northern Avenue. Come with your bike or your questions. And your willing attitude.
3: Spare parts scavenger hunt every weekend. Vengan al Bike Lab de Northampton. El taller de bicicleta. Aprende a arreglar tu bicicleta y a divertirte. All repairs guaranteed to the end of the driveway.
0: Details are online at pedalpeople.coop. That's the Saturday Bike Lab at 12 Northern Avenue. They say freedom isn't free, but at the Bike Lab it is. And this time of year, late August, after all the rain and stuff, popular activities at the Bike Lab tomorrow might be um, wiping down, dirty, greasy rims from all the rain and grit and junk and cleaning brake pads. Checking your brake pads. If you've been riding all summer, those pads might be getting a bit worn down. My bike, oh yeah, your your tires might be getting a little worn down. If you're getting an unexplained flat tire, you don't know why you keep losing air. Uh, or you change the tube, but it still goes flat. Well, fixing flat tires and troubleshooting flat tires is my specialty. Thanks for tuning in to Out There Today, and I'll be back next week.
7: Oh, lip that lip like life oh, right. Pieces Now here we come, come on, I don't say, yeah. my parade, my On yeah, yeah. all black, all chrome, black on black tits, black. Over my window, down, let them see who in. it, crack a big smile. fit me and jig a 511. Cheering, they like chick out I charge my crystals in a full moon. You can send them missiles, i am going send my goons. Baby sister rapping, in my you know, yeah. Trust me, they gon' need an army. Rubber bullets bouncing on me. Made a picket, sign off your picket fist. Take it as a warning. Waste beats from your Uber. For honey Billy, that's a moose line to the barbecue. Put a city down where we gon' make it look And cool. then Pandemic fly on the runway in my hands, my children running through the house, and my art all black ghost chit-chat on the wall the Hold my hands We gon' pray together Lay down Face down in the gravel We wearing all tie White right, to the funeral Black love We gon' stay together Curtain they feel On the speaker Little Malcolm My mission Mama Tina Need another march Let me call to Mika Need peace and reparation For my people I'ma let let dread all up. Dread it all up Get your fist up in the air Show black love Show black love Motherland drip on me Motherland Motherland drip on me Honey. Come Follow my parade, my parade Talkin' sick too much for griper Nip that lip like life for oh, hyper Hey, I'm stormin' right Breezes known to bite Now here we come all I don't sit it high Follow my parade, my parade We got rhythm, yeah Pride. we birth we kings, we birth tribes, Holy were Holy we were tribes, we the tribes, we motherland, tribes, we were tribes, Hey, hey, tribes, Motherland, yeah. motherland, 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 motherland
2: It's raining them, hallelujah, it's raining Their faces as they walk on Chances to make impressions. Only got one chance. apart you love me? Uh-huh. You love me? thousands of faces you never face Girls are falling apart anyone can love babe don't have to be so brittle 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 gotta try to babe. open up your heart can be changed by the power of grace